Greeting friends, this is Karen Sullivan, host of Aging Women Know, and this week I am the guest that will be sharing some of my wisdom, and actually it's maybe more of just my memories. I'm in the process this year of putting a garden in my backyard, and we're doing raised beds this year, and I'm pretty excited about it. And as I started to think about my experience with gardening, I remembered it reaches all the way back to my childhood. Now, we had um, a lot of friends who were farmers, and so I got to see a lot of produce growing. We had uh, friends who did a lot of winter crops, so it was like Brussels sprouts and um, cauliflower and broccoli and those sorts of things, none of which I liked. <laughs> it was a riot. But in the summer, this same farm also did strawberries. So we would go and pick strawberries. I also had um, friends that did had peaches and they did potatoes. And so we'll get on to that a little bit more. But um, I remember as a child, we lived on Wayne Drive. And my father did a garden one year. And it conversation came between friends um, that my mother had never had a garden. She grew up in Philadelphia. My dad was in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania as a child, which is around Valley Forge. And I know that his mom was a big gardener. Um, I think it was, you know, prudent for them to do. They had the property. Uh, they were, she was a single mom trying to feed three boys and it was probably best to have garden where she had food herself. Although I'd never had this conversation with my father about it. You know, I remember dad talking about um, a fight he had with his brothers over who was going to make dinner. Now this, I'm digressing a little bit. I'm off point, but this is a good story. My father had a scar on the back of his uh, leg and it was like on his calf and no hair grew there at all on his calf. And as a kid, I remember saying, well, what was that from? And he said, yeah, I had a fight with my brother. As I got older, he finally told me the story was that his mom was at work and he and his two brothers were fighting over who was going to make dinner. And um, my dad was the oldest and he said, felt like he's the one that should provide and he was going to do it. Anyway, long story short, pushing, shoving, mad, raised voices, and his brother Bob um, was doing the fisticuffs thing back at him, and my dad pushed him, and Bobby got really mad, and dad ran out the back door, climbed up onto the roof, up to the point of the roof, and then down and jumped off the front of the house into the front yard to run away. Well, Bobby was right close on his heels. And as my dad went to run away, Bobby took out a pocket knife and threw it at my father and hit him in the calf. So, of course, my grandmother was called because her kid was bleeding and she needed to do something about it. She probably just stopped the pain. He said he, or stopped the bleeding. He never got stitches or anything. So I'm thinking, okay, there we go. Early memory of my dad. And, uh, you know, he was, let's see, my dad was born in 1930. So 
You know, it was early hard times and when he had no father around with three boys, I imagine they were pretty rowdy. So dad did a garden, had a garden as a kid. And when we lived on Wayne Drive, he decided to put a garden in our backyard, which is the memory I only have is is the story I'm going to tell you. I don't remember how big it was or how it went in because I, I was pretty little. But one, uh, I remember there were tomatoes, there was zucchini, there were carrots, and um, I don't think he did lettuce, but those were the basics, you know. It wasn't really big, but just the basics and he really wanted my sister and I to experience a garden as well as my mom who had never seen a garden so she went out into the backyard and they had come up and dad was so pleased with everything and she goes okay well I see the tomatoes and I uh and I see the zucchini and of course she's looking at the vine with the plant with the fruit on the vine right she says, but I don't see the carrots. He goes, they're right there. And he points to them. And she, he had a couple of rows. And she goes, where? He said, they're right there. And he's pointing to the carrot, the green sticking out of the ground. And my mother said, Walt, I don't see any carrots. So he reaches down and pulls a carrot out of the ground. And my mother almost fell over. She had no idea that carrots grew in the ground. And she thought that they grew on a bush the way the zucchini was growing and the tomatoes were growing. This is a city girl, you know, cut her a break. My dad kind of chuckled about it. And of course, everybody, she, mom told people and everybody was going, golly, Gloria, you hadn't, you've never known that. My goodness. Okay. So my mom had a friend that she taught Sunday school with. Uh, her name was Betty Massey. And Betty was very artistic. And one day she came over to the house and she had brought my mother a coffee can with a stick that was in it that was stuck in there with probably plaster of Paris. And on this stick were carrots tied and she said she thought she would let my mom see a real carrot bush. And so it was a big joke in our neighborhood and with people at the church and everything. And that's when I remembered, you know, your parents and recognize your parents have had different experiences in life and they don't know everything. You know, they, they have to learn also as we're learning, which I thought was pretty cool. So you go through the years and um, I had those farm families that were friends. And once I got to be, oh, about mm, 13, 14 years old, I used to spend a lot of time out at uh, the Appenzeller farm. And uh, we're still friends with Beth and I, the oldest daughter in that family. Beth and I are still close. And uh, her sister, Mary, and brother, Don, I know and have talked to on occasion and everything, but I remember in the summer being out there and the peaches, but it, it was play for me because 
I wasn't going to be driving a combine. I wasn't going to be driving a truck. I remember riding with Mary to take uh, small potatoes down to the canning, the cannery. And uh, they'd take the dump truck down and pull it in and she'd dump them off and get whatever paperwork she needed and we'd drive back home, you know, and, but it was neat. It was just a really wonderful experience to be on the farm. I didn't get to see like um, horseradish. They had horseradish also, and I never got to see that being harvested, but I saw the the uh, piece of equipment that was kind of like sulkies that were real low to the ground and the people would sit in it and as as the um I don't know what this thing is called so if anybody knows let me know make a comment and get back to me about it but they would sit in it and their feet were propped up and their butts were kind of close to the dirt and they would pull the horseradish out and it would go on a conveyor belt and then go up and be loaded into a truck so you know that that was my farm experience which was really playing in the pool and taking orders for peaches and uh, that was it you know but when I got to college I decided I was going to uh, start some plants for in my room in my dormitory so I got soil and I got these little seeds to do coleus well they're teeny tiny teeny teeny itty bitty these seeds are which I guess most seeds are and I ended up I must have had a trillion plants (laughs) that might be an exaggeration but I had a lot of plants I had shelving in my windows so that I could put all the little containers with the plants on there and then once I realized how many I was going to have because they were like my babies and I was misting them and taking care of them and so I started running through the dormitory and saying you guys want a coleus you want some coleus you want a coleus you want a coleus everybody you know so now that I know about seeds and more than likely every single one of them are going to sprout, I'll be very careful with the garden I'm working on now. Fast forward a little bit more and my next garden was in Virginia Beach and my um, I lived in a duplex with another woman and we uh, had a tiny backyard and our landlords had a just huge beautiful garden behind the proper behind both of our yards in the back of the property and so that inspired me to try to do a garden and I didn't grow a lot but uh what cracked me up about that garden experience was they had a goose and his name was Toulouse and Toulouse was a watch goose. He was really good. He would run people off. I never went into their backyard unless I knew that he was in his pen closed up because he was not kind. He was not nice. He was he was nasty. And but that was his job. They considered him their watchdog <laughs> but he would peek through the fence at me and it was a, one of those woven fences and I would be weeding and, you know, and I would talk to him and he would peek at me and I thought, maybe, maybe he'll decide that I'm not so bad. Now, wrong. 
the first chance that he got when I walked into the yard to talk with Pam, the neighbor, my landlady, um, Toulouse was out. And of course, he came out with his wings out and just honking and, you know, just all fluffed up and being, what would you say? Scary. Yes, that's it. He would be scary. So let's see my next experience. Now, I got to tell you guys, I have no recollection of working with the plants. I, I, I don't remember how much produce I got out of it. I know I always got tomatoes, but I don't really know how much I got out of it. But it was an experience. And it was a time when I was able to get my hands in the dirt that kind of grounded me and that made me feel calm. Um, and, and that's part of the beauty of doing a garden. So when we moved to Williamsburg, I had two little, two little boys. Uh, Brendan was, um, three and Jared was probably, no, maybe Brendan was four and Brendan, Jared was two and a half. Mm, are those ages I'm wrong I remember he was walking that when we moved in he was 13 months old and and he was walking which was delightful because then I had to worry about where he was while we were unloading the trucks and everything and uh but he you know he was holding his own with everybody and um, while we were getting things set up we had painting to do and we were doing that work. Um, neighbors in our neighborhood uh, came around and invited us to, you know, let Brendan come over and play. And uh, so I took him down in a wagon to uh, a neighbor's house and all the children were there from the neighborhood and it was great for him to meet them. He ended up going to preschool with a lot of those kids. So that was really neat. And Jared was tiny, so he came back and, you know, took his nap which allowed me to do some of the work in there well after we had been there for a couple of years I decided I wanted to do a garden again it's kind of like my dad with let's go ahead and do a garden so that the kids can learn about gardening putting your hands in the soil understanding how things work and how great that is you know so we had a fence we had what was it hmm i used to know this linear footage on this but it was something like 648 linear feet you know we had a big yard and we had a four foot or five foot fence around the entire yard and i decided that i wanted to do along five eight foot sections I wanted to have that ground all tilled and come out eight feet. So it was eight by 40 was the size of my garden. So it was long and skinny. And um, the thing about the soil in, in Virginia, or at least in Williamsburg area, um, was that it was clay and hard as a rock. I mean, I had to work it really hard. And when we got the rototiller and my husband started, <laughs> oh, I just, this is a terrible thing. But 
The boys and I were standing way back so dad could do this and we're watching him get it started. The ground was so hard that the tiller was bouncing and not gaining any any depth, you know, and bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. Plus, my husband was bouncing with it. <laughs> and I just sat watching him thinking, how is he going to get in that soil? And all of a sudden, I hear the boys giggling. <laughs> And I looked down, and they looked up at me and said, Daddy looks so funny. <laughs> I said, yeah, he does look funny. It's really hard, you know. So eventually it broke through, and we were able to get that tilled, and then we had to work in all the different things, the, the peat moss and the compost and all that stuff and the beautiful soil and got it really great. Now, I wish we had kept up with it, but it, it, we did it one year. Garden was one year, but I had corn and zucchini and tomatoes, and uh, it was it was nice for the kids. And beets, I, I did beets. I remember I had just huge beets, and I went out there and pulled one of the beets out, and I was like, oh, my goodness, this is so big. I'm just going to harvest all of it. And when I removed all the beets, underneath the beautiful green leaves was a bunny's nest. And I'm thinking, great, now they're going to be exposed to the sun, and that'll probably kill them because, I mean, they were just barely had their fur on them very very young so what did I do well I took an umbrella and I put an umbrella over their little nest and mommy continued to come back and feed them and my kids got to watch them from the side they would stand outside the garden and they would watch them moving around and then they started hopping out and of course it was really fun because I had uh, two dogs at the time, two labs, so it was keeping them away but my kids got an education about little rabbits and that was kind of fun and helpful and neat and you know they understand about life you know. Okay so I, uh, let's see, I think I have one more story about this is, um, Jared, little, little guy, Brendan is off at preschool and Jared sees an earthworm in, while I'm working in the soil pulling weeds. And he asked me what it was. I said, well, it's a worm. And I put it in his hand and I was just involved in what I was doing. And he walked away. And after a few minutes, he came back and I said, Where's your worm? Where's you need to put him back in the soil? He goes, oh, he broke. So note to self, you don't give a little boy a worm without explaining you have to be gentle and uh, you don't pull him apart, right? So what I would say, I think is probably the best thing that I learned was that um, my, my parents, our parents, don't always know everything. We are all limited by our experiences. And my mom and dad had limited experience. Mom had no experience with gardening. And my dad had some limited experience enough to expose her to it and my sister and I. 
Um, my sister is a wonderful gardener now. She has um, herbs and um, beautiful flowers. She does mostly flowers and she doesn't do a lot of vegetables, but she has a breathtaking garden. And um, so that's really neat. And I think we did both get some experience from that. So there's that wisdom there. If I have any wisdom to pass along to you, it would be expose your children and grandchildren to putting their hands in the dirt. Because if you have a bad day, there is nothing better than having your hands in the soil because it connects you with earth. It connects you with God. It connects you with just basic, fundamental joy and love of things that are living and beautiful. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciated getting a chance to tell you about this. And I'm working on my garden here. And although some's going to be in containers and some's going to be in the soil in the ground, but I'll have to keep you posted. So follow me on Instagram, Aging Women Know, Karen Sullivan, and on Facebook. And I hope to be able to speak with you directly sometime soon. Take care.